have a quick moment of silence for Nipsey Hussle. So. But, all right. So, you already know, we back up in here. Everybody is here this time, including Anthony. Uh, what's called? So, yeah, let me go ahead. Let me go ahead and do the... Oh, make, make sure my volume is up. Let's go ahead. Hey, man, we back up in here. Like, hold on, I gotta, I gotta redo that uh, one more time because uh, Andrew doesn't have his headphones on. So, <laughs> I'm gonna do that again. I said, we back up in here. Is my mic picking up anything? I can't hear myself. Uh, now I think, uh, put on those headphones over there. Yeah, no, some people been having problems with that. Let me check the mix and yeah, no, okay, everything should be mix sound should be good. But yeah, we got new headphones on the way. So good stuff. <clears throat> All right, how about now? Can you hear? Oh yeah. Okay, cool. That's a lot better. All right, so y'all know me, Dylan underscore CBE, Dylan Dilworth of the Dylan Dilworth podcast, man, and we gonna go around and introduce. All right, sales, man, y'all know me, your gracious and humbling host. I stole that uh, quote from Joe Budden. Um, so, you know, Dylan Dilworth, Twitter, Instagram, Dylan underscore CBE, D-Y-L-A-N underscore C-B-E. And we're going to go around the table. So, Adam, he's back. Hold on, hold on. He's yes, back. Sir, he's yes, sir. back. Hold on, hold on. Hold What's on. happening? Like, hold on, hold on. Uh... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck, I never mind. I found it. But, yeah, yeah, he's back. He's back. And he's still the same Adam. To this day. Absolutely. To this day, to this day. Amen. All right. Anything you wanna you wanna say for the intro? Nah, just happy to be back. I know like this semester is a little bit crazy and it keeps us busy, but happy to be here, ready to talk about some new stuff. All right. Then we got then we got Andrew over here. Filling out my bracket, man. My Travis Scott bracket. Right, can you say that into the to the microphone? Filling out my Travis Scott bracket, man. All right, bet. Straight up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, and then we got Anthony back up in here. What's going on? Yo, what's up, man? Rest in peace to everybody we lost this weekend. Uh, yeah, Anthony's going through, going through some tough times, man. Yeah. Do you want to speak about it on, on air or nah. not? Okay. I mean, no, nah, I'll just say, you know, one of my close friends from high school was murdered on Sunday, so. Damn, man. Yeah. But uh, rest in peace to Nip, him, and everybody else we lost over stupid stuff. All right, baby, we're going to have another moment of silence for Anthony's homie real quick. All right, now let's get right up into it, man. So first thing first, nobody tell my label I'm here. They didn't approve this. <laughs> Anybody want to volunteer to read? Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, uh, so I'm going to pass this over. So Ooh, go ahead. Contracts. Yum. <clears throat> so if you could pass that over to Andrew, read uh, Article 4, Section F. <clears throat> I'm assuming this is Uzi's? No. No, no okay. that's, not, that's not Uzi's. All right. You said Section F? Mm-hmm. Company may on artist's behalf do the following. One, approve and permit any and all publicity and advertising. Two, approve and permit the use of artist's name, photograph, likeness, voice, sound effect, caricature, literate, literate, liter, sorry, <laughs> literary, artistic, and musical materials for purposes of advertising and publicity and in the promotion and advertising of any and all products and services. Yikes. Nah. <laughs> yeah, my label. Uh, my label don't know I'm here. Don't nobody tell my label. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, the best way to find some uh, find some contracts were court the uh, court documents, dog. I can't mm. believe people signed this. 
Yeah, like actual people have signed this. Yeah, because you know they don't read it. <laughs> <laughs> you know whose this was? Oh no. I okay. No. Just some. Well, like yeah, from you can uh, Google from a the label thing, yeah. totally. There was a label lawsuit with this contract. Uh, I don't know. I just found it online. Uh, I just found it online, and then I was called. And it was like, oh, from various court doc. Hey, I found the WWE contract, bro. Going through, uh, going through like court documents, though. I found the WWE contract. For real, but uh, yeah, can't pass that. All right. right, Let me waterfall this again, though. So we gonna so what so what we gonna dive into first? The the whole Uzi situation. There's a lot to go up. There's a lot to go over, man. Uh, okay, a lot of stuff yeah. has happened. Is that the one with DJ Drama? Yeah. No, yeah. Um, but hold on. No. First things first, man. Uh, we got to... Now, we start off the show with somebody that has not been a topic on the show for a minute, man. Nelly. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nelly. Oh, my God. No. 50 Cent. What Ooh. about him? Is he back Ooh. up to his shenanigans? Yes. Nah, Ludacris done played with the boy. Did 50 say anything back then? Uh, I don't know about that, but I got the one with the business ventures, the Ferrari, the one with DJ Envy, and the one with Wendy Williams. Did you see what uh, Ludacris comment on, no. on his uh, uh, rest no, in peace said. to Nip? He was like, he was like, uh, I think he was like, ah oh, man, hold on, I'll pull that right now. Basically, basically, he told Fifty that he was like whack, or like his his uh, tribute to to Nipsey was like inauthentic because he like. Shouted out his wine brand, that Lichamador or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, he, but that's in every post, though. Yeah. He adds that on to every single post. Oh, like in the caption? Yeah. He adds him. yeah. Oh, I got you. Yeah, every single post, it has the it has the hashtag of, like, all his brands yeah. at gotcha. the end. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, But let's see. Let me pull up. So, basically, so, uh, so 50 Cent, he's been back. He's back in the news for positive and trolling. So we're gonna start off with the positive. So you know his uh, his TV show, the uh, Isaac Wright show that he's working on, that's doing really good. Uh, they're filming it right now. Everything's going smoothly. Uh, let's see, and uh, yeah, and yeah, that he's doing the castings for the for the BMF TV show. He is also uh, producing and creating. Um, and any other business ventures since then? I think that's I think that's it. So hold up. Good friend. But let's get to the trolling. So him and Wendy Williams, uh, what's cause it have been going back and forth for a while now. Uh what's cause it uh just I'll have to show y'all later because the they were reporting the post and it got taken down, but it was hilarious. So yeah. <laughs> I saw that post, it was funny. <laughs> what was the post? I didn't see it. Uh, it was of like it was of Wendy Williams. It, well not of Wendy Williams, but it was a funny thing that looked like Wendy Williams uh, was it? Uh, and he was talking, and then Fifty Cent was talking about uh, was going in on her drug habits and stuff. Oh my goodness! Yeah, no, they uh, they reported it and it got taken down. But you know, screenshots are all over the place. So oh, it'll be a- it'll always be around. It's out there now. Now for the trolling. So Fifty Cent, he bought a brand new Ferrari, temp tags, and everything. Mm. He gets home and the car won't start. Oh, I saw that. He was trying to jumpstart it with like some cables. Yeah, the battery died in his brand yeah. new Ferrari, and he's yes. been going in on Ferrari ever now, since. It, he, well, Fifty Cent doesn't understand it. that car wasn't driven for I don't know how long. So the reason why it didn't start is because the battery obviously lost its charge. But it's brand new, got the temp tags on it. So they say, but they probably used like an old battery because he probably got a deal on it. I would assume. So I don't. I, I would. I would debate if it's brand new or not. 
uh, well, that's up for it. Yeah, that's a debate. <laughs> debate. But you know, he's been going in on Ferrari. He was like, man, uh, he was like, at least a Honda starts when you get in. <laughs> Bro, I'm dead. Bro, uh, what else did he say? Uh, he posted a picture of him with a Lamborghini, and he said, "I'm a Lamborghini man now since it starts when I push the button." Oh <laughs> uh, man, he said, he won't uh, "Let it go." Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see what else. Oh yeah, he's oh dang. What's that? What's that? What's that car company that got the super small cars where it's like it's super tiny? It's only got like one or two seats in it. It basically no trunk and no hood. Like what? What's that car company? Is it a Swedish company or are you talking about the the French or Italian one? I don't know. Hold on. Is it key? Oh, the cus the cus something it starts with a K. Yeah, I know it starts with a K. Something K one like a really long K name and then one at the end. Yeah, but it's like one of those. I'll show. Well, I'll show y'all the picture. Yeah, you like you. Oh wait, no, that's a, that's a Fiat. Yeah, a Fiat. Yeah, yeah, okay. I was saying the Kia. Okay, yeah, a Fiat. Bro. And, Andrew, do you see this? The him. Well, like him posing with the Fiat. Yeah. All right, you see him with the Fiat. Oh my! And then he said, he said, "Don't get it messed up." He was like, "I need to get around." He like, at least it starts, <laughs> unlike my Ferrari. <laughs> oh man! And then this one had me dying. He trolled DJ Envy so hard because DJ Envy's, uh, you know, his dream car is a blue Rolls Royce. Mm. Yeah, Andrew, do you want to know what 50 Cent did to DJ Envy with his dream car, a blue Rolls Royce? Can what, you get spray painted on it and everything? Clo not close, because DJ Envy, because, you know, he's been investing in stuff, and he finally got enough money. He was like, I'm finna go buy. He was like, I'm, like, I'm going to be able to get my dream car, a blue Rolls Royce. And 50 Cent just sends him a picture and says, Oh yeah, I just bought the the new Rolls Royce in blue, and then he's taking pictures with it and sending it to DJ Envy. Bruh. And DJ Envy was super mad, but Fifty Cent didn't even buy a new car. He just went and got his Rolls Royce wrapped in blue, and oh, then after, <laughs> and then after he sent it to DJ Envy and made DJ Envy mad, he took the blue wrap off his car. Bro, oh, <laughs> he's on another level, man. That, that dude is amazing. He's a big troll, <laughs> but that that's. That's harmless. Like that's hilarious. Like that's yeah. good stuff. That's, that's funny. You can't be mad at him for that. I hope DJ Envy has a good sense of humor after that. Cause that's, come on, man. That's all good fun. For real. all right. So next, man, we finna get into this little Uzi Bert situation. Oh man, cause Andrew and I was talking about this. Cause like when we meet up, nothing happens. But then the week we take a break, everything happens. Yeah, dude. Like a lot of stuff happened this past week. <clears throat> so I'm finna break down this Lil Uzi Vert versus Generation now. <clears throat> so Nav dropped his album, Bad Habits. You know, like there was supposed to be a song with Uzi on there, and then the album comes out, it's missing, and then Nav from Nav's mouth himself, he said Uzi, the Uzi song was supposed to be on there, but DJ Drama and Don Cannon did not clear the verse. And, uh, you know, the reason why I had Andrew read that, because in the contract, your label has to approve all of that. So, <clears throat> and then, so everybody's got this big uproar or whatever. And then DJ Drama then comes out and says, and I quote, Uzi should put out Eternal Take tomorrow or any day he wants. He has me and Cannon's total support and blessings to drop it. So we like, all right, cool, cool, cool. But you know the fans, 
they're attacking DJ Drama, blah, 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 blah. And then it was like, well, if you support him and putting out music, how come you didn't clear the verse for Nav's album? And you know what DJ Drama said? He said that when Nav was putting his album together and had all the potential tracks for the album that he cleared all four Uzi verses. Oh, so they didn't make it on the album. Yes. So DJ Drama said when Nav, like when they called us up, when they was putting together the potential track list for Nav's album, he said he they cleared all four Uzi verses. Not just that one song, four different songs. Now, yeah, but didn't Nav comment on it too? Man, bro. I'm not sure if Nav commented after that, but DJ Drama said we cleared four songs and none of them made the album. You're like they just friends. Maybe those four songs weren't the feature, you know that that Uzi is talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. But maybe they cleared four different songs, but they didn't clear the feature on one of those. I don't know, man. Oh, he no. could. It could go either way. I need to see some receipts. Is he going to be on the album at all? No, the no. album's out. No, the album's not already out. out. Oh, okay, I don't follow. You, <clears throat> you know, I don't follow now. So, but none of the songs made the album. So, you know me, I believe. I did my own little research, so I believe Uzi is in a 360 because I was going through, I was going through Atlantic's uh, what's called it merchandise section, and then because you know part of a 360 deal is you know you give up rights to merchandise, and then so I was going through some of some of the artists, you know what I'm saying like Meek, they don't sell any Meek merchandise, the only thing you can buy from there is like physical copies of the album. And I went to like other people, not the newer people, but some of the older people. You know what I'm saying? Like I went to Nipsey, rest in peace, the Nipsey's, and you can only you only see Nipsey's album on there, no merchandise at all. And then so I was like, okay, they're selling Uzi merchandise, like shirts, bobbleheads, all of that. So I'm like, okay, I'm like, he's got. I'm thinking Uzi is in a 360 deal. <clears throat> then Lil Uzi starts, sell- and then another reason why I why I say okay, he must be in a 360 deal was because. Uzi was selling free Uzi merchandise through Nav. Because if you're in a 360, because if you're in a 360 deal, your label is going to get a piece of whatever you make off of that merchandise. So if Uzi is selling free Uzi merch, then his label is getting a piece of that. So I think he hit up Nav was like, hey, sell my free Uzi merch for me. <laughs> now, I'm putting together context clues, man. I'm, I'm like a detective up in here. Nah, that sounds like a good theory. <clears throat> so... Let's head over to Generation Now. Ravis Bracket is done. Oh, dang. Right, so. I, I had some hard ones on there, man. Do any of you listen to Travis Scott? A little bit, a little bit. I only listen to two of his songs. Really. You know some of the Antidote songs and his new one with Drake. That's the only ones I've ever listened oh, to. Oh, come on. <laughs> Dude, you need to look in my bracket, and I can put oh, you on no, to some Oh, hold on. That's going to be some controversy. There. Okay, but. Uh, yeah. All right, but let me we try don't have to, to talk about that yeah. now, but. Yeah, let me try to. on track. Okay, so Generation Now. Generation Now, subsidiary of Atlantic Records, that is owned by DJ Drama and Don Cannon, their newest signee, Jack Harlow. Do, do, does anybody know Jack Harlow? Love Jack Harlow. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm off Jack the tab, Harlow. but at synthetic sundown, 45 minutes to the Where's he from? Setting. Uh-huh. Where's he from? Uh, Louisville. Oh, excuse me. Louisville? Why not? Uh, from the people that I know in Louisville. It's not Louisville. It's Louisville. Oh, my. Exactly. Louisville. Louisville. Yeah, he's from Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky. Cool. No, I haven't heard of him. Yeah, so uh, you know, I've I've uh, what's he drops it? it up, man. He's good. Yeah, and no, I found out about him uh when he put down Sundown mm-hmm. because yeah, I got a notification. It said Logic and Def Jam followed Jack Harlow. I'm like, who is Jack Harlow? And I, boom, and then I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay, this song, I. Right. 
yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then he was, uh, yeah, so he signed the generation now. So, Jack Harlow, he signed in August 2018. He put his mixtape his mixtape out through the label. And, you know, he's been at various events with DJ Drama and Don Cannon because, you know, his name is on the flyer somewhere. But, you know, that's that's their new artist. They're building up. They're grooming them as an artist. And, you know, you know, but, you know, August 2018, he hasn't been signed long. He's probably still in the honeymoon phase of his deal. So, <clears throat> so he posted a pic with DJ Drama. Uh, he has disabled the comments, but before the comments was disabled, uh, I put the screenshot in there, and I saw it with my own two eyes, so this isn't Photoshop. <clears throat> he said, just sign my soul away. Double tap if you can't wait for eternal take, and the caption was a picture with him and Don Cannon. And DJ Drama commented, don't make me F up your career too, with the angry emoji, and then Don Cannon commented with the laughing emoji. <laughs> what? Yeah. DJ Drama would have got slapped. Talk to me like that. So, uh, Lil Uzi Vert, three hours later, he responded with a whole bunch of stuff. That he's responded so much that I lost track of it. But he responded, basically, he put, like, the clown emoji, excuse me, over Jack Harlow's face. You know, this, that, and the third. But Lil Uzi Vert, he signed to Rock Nation Management. I, okay, yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and say that Rock Nation is the HR department for the rap game. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> You have the whole thing with Meek. With Meek, uh, tw- got a lawyer for Twenty One Savage. Lil Wayne, yeah, he helped Lil, Lil Wayne, Wayne with his taxes. And then they just donate to Nipsey Hussle's family. Uh, uh, they came out and said that was false. Oh, it was false. Okay. Yeah, mm, my bad. Yeah, you know, they said that was false because Nipsey Hussle already set up like trust funds for his kids and stuff. That's so wild, yeah. man. Um, but yeah, um, what else? Uh, you know, donating the water to Flint and stuff like that. And now, uh, what's it called? And now he's signed to Rock Nation Management. And word on the street is that Jay-Z has called DJ Drama and Don Cannon and had a conversation with him. But, you know, Rock Nation is out here taking all these artists. To freedom! Oh, oh, my. Jay-Z is a boss, man. The dude is a dog. Yeah, he's dope. He seriously hits him with the phone call, and he's like, all right. So, uh, like, what kind of, how does that conversation go down? Like, Jay-Z hits your phone. What, what happens next? What are you going to do, talk back to him? I don't know if you saw pictures but like uzi vert is actually in a rock nation he was in a rock nation studio yeah recording and everything yeah that's where he recorded free uzi yeah with free uzi which came out and then got uh taken down yeah um but you know dj drama and them said it wasn't them uh dj l the producer uh said he owns the he owns the bg herbo never purchased the rights to the beat so Uzi can do whatever he wants and then atlantic record said no comment <laughs> But you know, basically, uh, from what I heard, is the song got taken down because there's like no no contract signed on the song, so everything's just a verbal agreement. But there's no signed contract, so that's why I got taken down. But uh, okay, so let's see what else. <clears throat> so what I'm hearing through the grapevine from my people down now, let me say not down in Philly. Philly's up that way. Up in Philly is that you know that uh, Jay Z and Rock Nation they're gonna try and renegotiate Uzi's contract to where either Eternal Attack will be the last album to get out of the deal or renegotiate it for a better deal. Good stuff. So yeah. that's that's what I'm hearing through the grapevine. Let's hope it happens. I guess they call him DJ Drama for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> He's had some other stuff that's come out about him, too. I was talking about this, Dylan, but dang, I wish I would have looked it up for the show, but there's been other issues where people have called out DJ Drama talking about how he doesn't clear samples and all or clear samples or clearing songs like when these artists are signed to him and it's not like the first time like he's been brought up quite a bit Mm. 
right. So, uh, you know, Uzi, man, we just want that eternal attack. Oh, no, a song leaked, by the way. Hmm. Really? A Uzi song leaked, by the way. And then Uzi was like, you realize the more songs you leak, the longer it takes for it to come out. And then we like, we in the comment section like, man, we ain't getting it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and then so, you know, a leak song. And then people were in the comments talking about all like word on the street is two or three more songs about to leak or whatever. But, you know, we're going to get into leak, leak stuff later. All right. So next. Uh, so Shoddy has taken a plea deal. Yeah. Oh, what? I didn't see this. Yeah. So basically Shoddy took uh what's got he took a plea deal and then so basically his reasoning behind it from like the phone calls and stuff that came out so basically his logic was he's just gonna take a plea deal take the years now before because you all know six nine uh, excuse snitch nine excuse me um is cooperating with authorities and then so you know before so shoddy was like man before they get to my case and he's snitching on me, you're like, and they give me the maximum sentence. Let me just take the plea deal before they come you, my way. You can't be uh, double jeopardy. You can't, you know, no double jeopardy. So if he takes the plea deal and they agree, yeah. then they can't come back and get him. Yeah, they can't yeah. come back and get him. So Wait, he, so what's his plea deal then? Uh, 15 I years, am, ain't it? Uh, yeah, he has to serve a mandatory minimum of 15. Yikes. Oh, that's minimum. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah minimum he could get more. 15. Yeah, but that's like good behavior and everything. You're out in 15. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're out in 15. 15 to 45 is what I think. But if, but if, uh, what's causing? But if Takashi would have came around, got on the stand, and told, then he probably would have got a minimum of 45. Mm. Yeah. So he said, "I'm just gonna take my years now because he's cooperating, and I'd rather do it now before I get even more." He was like, "Cause if they got, cause you know, if they have a witness, which is six nine, and he tells them everything, he was like, I'm losing this case." So is it like Rico charges for Shoddy too? Yep. Yeah. What's, okay. He's the he's the head of the organization, so he's gonna get. Yeah, cause he said if six, yeah, cause he said if six nine were gonna come to court and testify on his case, then he's getting life. So he's taking the mandatory minimum of fifteen. Yeah. Smart move or smart move? Yeah, smart move. Yeah, absolutely. Smart move. Like we already know that like he's complying with it. I mean, dude, he lost. I mean, what can you do? Like your accomplice is about to snitch on you, and he has yeah. any. Pro- I guarantee he has evidence. So I mean, what can you do to de- to uh, defend yourself? All right, all right. So do you guys like the law, the Rico? You guys think that's a good law? I think it's. A good I don't. Law. I don't know. I gotta do more research. I gotta do more research on it. It, it brought because down like that's originally used for like that's the mafia. Yeah, how yeah. they caught the mob. It's basically a conspiracy charge. You don't have to prove. It. It's basically a big giant conspiracy charge. You don't have to prove anything. Just connections. Yeah, just connections, yeah. and they were planning on doing this and stuff like criminal that. intent yeah criminal intent yeah so uh so anybody got any other things on that before we move on oh shout out to tech nine dropping his album on the 19th it's called nina you know local kansas city rapper so we all know him mm. all right. support your local artists okay uh let's see. <laughs> anybody else before we move on no. all right now because i'm moving kind of fast because we got a lot of stuff and then and plus we started late because classes want to go over <laughs> so latest signings. So of course we know Losey's vert signed with that Rock Nation management deal. Okay, yeah, we talked about that already. So all right, uh, Asher Angel signed some type of deal with Hitco. Shout out to Asher Angel. All right, uh, let's see what else. Uh, and those of y'all that don't know who Asher Angel is, he is playing the young Billy Batson in the Shazam movie. Oh, okay, Billy Bats. Wait, so he makes music? Yeah, he makes music as well, and he just signed the wait the kid. Deal. Yeah. What? Yeah, and he just signed the deal with uh, Hitco. 
which is L.A. Reed's new label. Good for him. L.A. Reed. Okay. Okay. Hey, bro, he's label mates with Skinny from the Nine. I I didn't know Skinny from the Nine was signed to L.A. Reed. Yep. Oh what? All right. That might bring about some issues down the road. We're gonna we're gonna come back to this person I'm about to say next later, but Lil Nas X with Columbia Records. Yes. Any thoughts on that? Good for him. All right. <clears throat> One four seven Cowboy signs with Drain Chasers Records. Any thoughts? I don't know what that is. He made that uh, what's it called when Ellie was here that song that that uh that was a little dark leak deep end, but ended up being Cowboy Cowboy. Yeah, that's him. He signed to Meek's Dream Chasers. Okay, and I have no idea who this last person is, but I saw it. <clears throat> 42 Doug forty two Doug has signed a joint venture record deal with Yo Gotti's Collective Music Group, formerly known as Cocaine Music Group, and Lil Baby's Four Pocket Full Records. So he signed a joint venture record deal, so he signed to the both of them. Yep. Any thoughts on that? That's, that's Before I give my thoughts I, on this. I think uh, it's going to cause a lot of, I guess, administrative problems for him if he's trying to release and they both like have their two cents into what's best for him, you know? I think that... Yeah, but I'd assume, like, a contract for, like, a joint venture is pretty strict. I mean, it should... I mean, it'll bring about more problems, yeah, but shouldn't it... I don't feel like it'd be too out of the ordinary compared to regular label issues because, I mean, everything's laid out in the contract yeah but i think i think his production will probably take longer if they're having to pass back between labels like me just working at a big corporation like i had to do contracts and contracts could take anywhere from like you know just us passing through the organization takes like six months to two years so oh my god all right cool so adam you got anything you want to say before i throw my two cents into this nah, go for it all right so me so yo got cmg okay so uh you know black youngster is is the most notable <laughs> Notable artist in my eyes to come the under Yo Gotti CMG, yeah. but uh, what's called it? But my thing here is it comes with the little baby portion of things. I'm like little baby is like little baby is big right now. Yeah, I don't think little baby is like gonna be that. It's gonna be like a mogul, so to speak. Why? Cause like little okay, little baby. He's big right now. He's signed yeah. under QC. He's going on tour. He's doing all this stuff. And I feel like right now he's right now Lil Baby is too focused on his own career to be worrying about somebody else's. Yeah. That cuz like that's that's how I see it. Like Lil Baby is too focused on his career right now to worry about somebody else's. Cuz Yo Gotti, he's good. He has to hit records and stuff like that so he can focus on a black youngster or focus on another artist and expose another artist. I feel like Lil Baby is too is too busy right now to do that. Mm-hmm. I can agree. I'll agree with that. Yeah. So uh, that's my thing on it. And then, um, do y'all want to talk about this Tory Lanez, Melly, and Meek situation? Kind of like it died down pretty quick. I don't know if y'all want to talk. I don't about know what happened. So, uh, long story short, so Melly uh, was featured on Meek's album, went on tour with, went on tour with Meek, and then she ended up signing with uh, Tory Lanez's label for management instead of Dream Chasers Records. Mm. Snatched her right from him, man. Any uh, anything before I expose the rest of the story? Nah. Okay. So basically, so I like the way Melly handled this uh, situation. She put out a statement and it was very well put together. Uh, I don't have the exact statement pulled up, but basically she was like, uh, "It was like I didn't backstab." Because basically, hold up, burp come through. 
Excuse me. No, because uh, basically, well, they had a conversation behind the scenes and it got resolved. Meek deleted his comment because Meek basically commented on Tory's post, like all oh, this corny on both of y'all parts and uh, stuff like that. But a conversation happened. Uh, was caused to all that is squashed and stuff like that. Basically, Melly was like, <clears throat> basically summarize up. This is not exactly what she said. I'm just summarizing it up because I don't have this statement. Basically, she was like, uh, what's cause of that? You know, she didn't backstab Meek, and it was never the plan to backstab Meek. And Tory Lanez had the offer on the table for a long time. It was, yeah, it was on the table for a long time. She uh, was cause of it, and she wasn't ready at the time. And then that she's grateful for Meek putting her album and uh, was on tour, and that she left the tour early because she was put in some uncomfortable situations. And that uh, what's cause and that she signed with Tory Lanez because you feel like it's better. That's fair. Because, you know, she said uncomfortable situations behind the scenes. So we don't know what. We don't know what it was. So this could be, you know, she's in the studio trying to work on music and they're trying to hit on her or something like that. Because if you think about Dream Chase, man, it's a flea of dudes, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, so keep, like, nothing could have, like, nothing could have happened but just the mere fact of, uh, mere fact of, you know, a whole bunch of dudes, you know, only girl in the room. Boom. So we don't know, but that happened behind the scenes. We don't know what happened, so that's up to them. So, you know. Hey, all power to her, man. Like, it's her career. She should yeah. be able to choose what exactly. she wants to do. All right. <clears throat> so Billboard and Lil Nas X. Mm. I'm going to take my horse to the old town mm. road. Yeah, this is interesting. They took it off the country charts, man. I just want to bring up that, uh, what's called it? They didn't remove it off the charts until... After it went number one on uh, iTunes, I mean yeah. on iTunes on Apple Music. Ooh, yeah. that's yeah. It went number one on Apple Music, and then it flew from and it flew like a whole bunch of spots up to nineteen in the country Billboard. Then they took it down. I think it got to seventeen. I was looking at the Billboard charts for it. Uh, so basically, <clears throat> so let me read the statements out. So Billboard, they said it does not embrace enough elements of today's country music. And then Lil Nas X put out a statement and said, just because Old Town Road has funny lines doesn't mean it's a parody. It has a theme. Anybody with ears can tell I put some kind of effort into that song. Yeah, he definitely did. Yeah, and that's not the only song that maybe doesn't have the most complex lyrics or has funny lines that's popular. Like, I think it's just a target because of this controversy. But Billy Ray Cyrus is gonna put it back on the charts once he hops on that track. Oh, it's out! It's out already. They put oh, that, for real? Yeah, they, they put, put it out, out oh, immediately. Nice. I, I didn't it, hear it yet. Low key sounds pretty cool. I, I, <laughs> I didn't know that was out already. I'm gonna I have to get that a list. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm like, to oh, wow. Cause you only showed me the snippet. I didn't know it came out yet. Yeah, no, I went to Lil Nas X page and he was like, "Out now." They're like, "Oh, dang, they put it out quick." Is it on YouTube? Well, yeah, probably should be. Yeah, all power to him, man. I'm. I don't know. I'm not a fan of the song. And I'm not a fan of country music, but I'm all for people throwing genres in a blender and mixing it all up. Absolutely. Yeah, I like it. It's cool. The way I see it, like, it, it, is, a, it is complicated because, in my opinion, I think at the base it is a hip-hop song. Like, at the at the root of it, it's oh, a absolutely. country hip-hop absolutely. song. Absolutely. But that shouldn't exclude it. Yeah. It shouldn't exclude it from that chart. I think... If he wants to upload it as a country song, then he has he should have all the freedom to do that. We shouldn't have people trying to. Oh take yeah, it the down. artist should be able to label their own music for sure. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, obviously in moderation. Like you can't make an EDM song and yeah. say it's rap. Obviously, mm -hmm. that's a little ridiculous. Yes. But I mean, but there's crossover. Like there's pop 
hip hop yeah. songs. But I get what it's country you know, themed. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Just because it has an eight oh eight bass line in it doesn't <laughs> yeah. mean it's rap music. Yes. I mean, and he his flow wasn't even rap. It was country. Yeah. Gonna take yeah, like that's the whole flow is country. And also, like it says, it doesn't embrace enough elements of today's country music. Like, where is today's country music really going? Like, it's been the same for years. I don't know, man. I don't listen. To is it more like Taylor stuff. Swift now? Like that type of pop country? <laughs> yeah, this is. I don't. So really shouldn't know. Taylor Swift be like counted off since she's pop? You know. But like has country elements. Well, see, that's pop and exactly. Country, yeah, this is the same. It's practically the same. But what thing. do you like define yeah. as pop music, though? Exactly. Music I, don't, that's I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I so mean, I mean, would you call Travis Scott pop music, or would you call it like Drake pop music? Hip hip hop. Yeah, hip hop. Okay, Drake okay. makes pop songs and he makes hip hop songs and he makes songs that are both. Yeah. Er, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So what are like? But, but the characteristics Drake, of a pop song. I think if it's oh, and let me let me dive in real quick. Sorry, but Drake, yeah. all of his songs they put on the hip hop rap charts. Even exactly. if it's a pop song, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, like when One Dance came out, that's clearly a pop yeah. song. But they was but they had it number one on Dude, the hip hop charts. Exactly. Yeah. I would definitely put it in my feelings in the genre of like soul or R and B. But it was top of the rap charts. Charts and it was on rap caviar for months. Yeah, I, I think rap Which, is becoming distorted from what it actually was because you know like well, j cole says all of it's becoming pop now so not even that i feel like we just have so many people that stem from different influences i yeah. mean now we have like people coming from like rock and emo backgrounds yeah. like uzi who's some other ones juice world juice world yeah shout like, out to nick Mir. i mean they were there Peep in like the them. early 2000s like all that rap pop that was there because my dad used to listen to like you know the red hot chili peppers uh oh, God. cypress hill i think i would consider them like kind of latin rock rap so okay. I mean, it yeah, was rock. The, it, okay. it I thought was you were saying pop. I was like, what? No, no, what? we talking about rock. Okay, no. yeah, yeah. yeah, So I think and you got Beastie you know, uh, Boys and the Beastie Boys, yeah, exactly. Yeah, run DMC and, and what was a uh, Mark Wahlberg that group that he was in? Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember? Oh, Mark, Mark, DJ Marky Mark. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And the Funky Bunch. Just and something. the Funky Bunch. Yeah. I at the end of the day, I think to get back on the Lil Nas X, I think it's country music's loss. Yeah. Because this would kind of, you know, give them a little bit more variety in their sound it could be like it could be on both charts i think it's ultimately their loss hip-hop has another good song yeah or another popular song if you know you don't think it's good i think it's good but <laughs> no, I, I mess with it I mess, yeah me too i think it's it's country music's loss and lil nas x can be disappointed but i don't think i think he should be like okay well this is where my fan base is or these are the people that appreciate me are yeah. right, but that remix with billy ray cyrus columbia records put that out as country Dude. So we gonna see if they gonna. Uh, so that's his revenge. Yeah. So we gonna see what uh, Billboard say about that. <laughs> Cause we'll uh, see. Hold on, real quick. Just that's uh, cool. But as you were saying about Drake, because you were you were finishing up a question. Oh God. Um. Oh, I was just at. Oh yeah. I. It was after Drake. I was saying like, what do you care? What are the characteristics of a pop song to you? Yeah, man. Like it's changed throughout the years. I think. But I mean, is when pop I just popular music or I, is it a genre? I think I thought it was a genre because when I thought of pop, I thought of like what, what's her name, uh, the one who's like "Call Me Maybe," Taylor Swift, yeah, you know, like those. Like, yeah, what do you call those other yeah, than pop? I, I, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. that's what I think of when I think of pop. But I'm, now, I would definitely yeah. say pop is a genre. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I don't know. I had someone, God man, I had someone trying to tell me yesterday that like Travis Scott is pop. I don't think he's pop. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, just because yeah. you... Oh, wrong, wrong, wait, wrong one. <laughs> wrong, wrong one. Completely wrong. wrong. One. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay, I, I got it. It's just, it's a weird situation, man, because, I mean, now... And, I mean, it's been like it forever. I mean, you had it with, like, 3-6 Mafia. 
like they're horrorcore dude like it's not all just rap elements no, yeah, like, like they're really in the like rock and punk and yeah. all that kind of stuff and they yeah. put that in their songs and i don't know it's i can't honestly explain what the genre of pop I, is i don't either when i, when think, I of, think of pop yeah. i think of elements from like other genres put into one and it's yeah. done by like an extremely like i think of hi- like hyped up beats like Man, because when I think of rap, when I think of rap, I think of, you know, samples from music, music with kind of like a, uh, let me think, like a nocturne type melody, you know, kind of not too sad, but it's like, it's hard. It's like not, when I thought originally of what rap was, I I thought it was hard, you know, like streets, you know, stuff like you could relate to if you grow up in like the streets. But now what it is, it's not that. It's something completely different. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. You have people from all kinds of different backgrounds making music. And yeah. Genre. I mean, I respect it, but like, it's oh, like yeah, I don't know where to make that distinction anymore. Yeah, it's. And I mean, even like uh, people that we consider rappers and people we put on rap charts, like Post Malone. He says he's not a rapper, but we put him on rap yeah. charts. We put him on mm-hmm. rap playlists across yeah. like all streaming platforms, and he says he's not a rapper. Yeah, I don't know what. He so does. I mean, <laughs> it's a really a it's a gray line. I don't Huge know. Gray man. line. Or All not the, gray line, gray area. The only rappers that I listen to still consecutively and constantly is like um All of Dreamville, mm. Kendrick, Tech Nine. Uh I like listening I still like listening to the Wu Tang. Uh, but really like I don't I don't really like listening to like Travis Scott to be honest. I just can't vibe with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't listen I like Drake, I think he's cool. I just can't vibe with it. I like Dax. Dax is pretty cool, but I can't vibe with it. The dude got punk by Tory Lanez. Dax goes too hard for me, man. I have too many lines that go over my head. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, I mean, I like Dax because he he can flow and he can rhyme really well. And oh, I like yeah. that. I like that in a rapper, someone who can make me think. Because right now, this is the problem: people aren't thinking. Because initially, rap was made for people to contemplate, you know, their position in life. Is what I think. I mean, I mean, before it was obviously like made for the what the b-boys and stuff like we talking about rap history but to me i just i just like it when i can relate to it when i can vibe with it when it doesn't make me forget my place you know what i'm saying like rap right now it kind of makes it rap right now is becoming easier to follow because it's made for people who are kind of like on that simpler mind just wants to party wants to just you know do whatever it is that the rappers are doing mainly partying not really like trying to get you to spark some type of creative imagination in yourself you know what I mean? mm. yeah yeah but i feel like after i don't know man when i think of like after 90s part partying and rap music has been around forever yeah like you like know like what i mean 2000s and stuff oh but, yeah yeah well what i mean hip, early hip-hop wasn't that like dance records oh, yeah, like yeah, to yeah, break yeah, dance was too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah huh there was parties like no, the there was yeah 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 parties, like that's what I was saying like the the b boys and stuff like no, that's yeah. what the MC was for was for the b boys to get down you know mm-hmm. but I'm saying like I think as I grew up with rap I I always thought of rap as that storytelling you know feature of music uh, of, yeah. uh, like poems like poet like poet you know rap poems. rhythm and poetry yeah yeah mm-hmm. for but sure and we I, have poetry now do we still have poetry like obviously when you write a song that rhymes it could be considered poetry but it's like you know yes you know what I'm saying Lil Vert okay. But I get what you mean, though, man, because... Yeah, you see what I'm saying, right? Yeah, now, music is... I I know what you mean, though. It's really hard to talk about genres, man, because there's so many gray areas. Like, I mean, I asked, like, what do we characterize as a pop song? 
And I mean, I'm asking the question, but bro, I don't even know the answer. Yes, right, right. <laughs> and now there's, there's this new thing. There's this new thing. Before I hop in. Sorry. There's this new type of, there, well, it's not new, but it's more, it's becoming more prevalent, like jazz hop, like these sub genres of hip hop and then like, uh, what, like mixed with EDM and just all that type of stuff. And I feel it. Like, I, I mess with it. I mess with it heavy because I, I just like the way it sounds. But yeah. I don't know. Like, there's just so many subgenres of hip hop. Like, so yeah. many, like, hundreds of subgenres of hip hop. Yeah, no, and then the elements that go into, like, each specific thing, because, like, I listen to a lot of, a lot of meek type beats. And then, so, and then uh, I was just, like, listening to some, but then I noticed, I'm like, yo, the, the 808s, the snare, and the hi hats are all the same. Like, so that, and then, so I'm like, okay, so that's what must make a meek mill type beat. Or like uh, what's called like the like the juice real type beats. I don't. Know, I haven't listened to a, a whole bunch of them, but I feel like the like the the melody, like the real melodic melodies, and the like super hard 808s is what makes up a, a juice world. Yeah, beat. yep. He's good with his sampling too. I don't know if you know a lot about his sampling, but he is insane. I I don't think he produces his own music, but whoever does is doing Nick Mira. one hell of a job. Hey, that's Nick Mira right there. Yeah. But shout out to Nick Mira, man. Because like I said, like I said uh, the last time we were here, I'm like. I'm not calling myself a Juice World fan because mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if I'm there for Juice World or if I'm there for Nick Mira's production. It's a good point, man. So, what rappers are like pushing the culture positively? Meek, Meek. I think a lot of people you mentioned, Jay Z. Yeah. But I think it's more than yeah. The the thing is like the people from the early '80s and '90s haven't been forgotten. No, no maybe they're not, not as influential to the mainstream anymore as yeah. we hope. But they're still there. I think. Oh, for sure. I don't know. It's weird, man. It's I'm, just when it's you, just who like when you see when you see that, dude. It's so wild when you see you know, because back in the day, rock rock right. Rock was the number one genre, and now it's hip hop. But when you grow up in like a city where all you hear is rap, all your dad plays is rap, all your friends play is rap, and then you see people like now they're they're listening to this rap, but like they don't understand what the rapper's saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you you see what I'm saying? So now it's yeah, like they don't it's not it's not for, it's not for that it's not for that few anymore. Like the us, you know, the us in the inner city is not it's not just for us. Which I don't know. It's good and it could be bad because some people might not really know the meaning behind some songs because they never lived it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they found the they like we're not the we're not the target demographic for rap anymore. No, no, it's not. Now it's the suburbs because that's where the most money is. That's where it's going to be played the most out at those parties. You know, and that's that's where that's where that, that's, that's where the it. money the, is now. It's not yeah, can we all anymore. can we all agree that drugs definitely have a bigger presence in hip hop than before? Yes, I think so. Let's just say drugs. like the two thousands. Cocaine. That that's the biggest. I think right now, especially but right now, it's, it's more on like pills. I think it's more stuff. Pills, pills and stuff for so. sure. Well, you know, yeah, mollies and stuff. Yeah, but I can guarantee you, all these labels that have creative control, man. If the suburban demographic just went away, you like, tr- like just went away. He was like, then the labels are gonna start pushing more for the j- more for like they're gonna morph into the TDEs and Dreamvilles. It's just yeah. the target demographic. Money talks. Exactly. But because dude, I just we, don't understand. Oh, sorry, sorry, my bad. I just don't understand why labels take creative control over artists. So they can get the most money. Yeah, but... Maximize profits. But are they able to make more money that way? Or would they have made more money if the artist was actually able to be comfortable and make music their own way? They're, they're not, not willing to take know, that risk. They're not, yeah, yeah, they're exactly. not willing to take that risk because if you think about it... So but I mean, say if like, you look at some of the biggest albums in hip-hop, it's people who said, screw everyone, they did it 
their own way yeah. and express themselves but, their own way, and they're the biggest, most memorable albums. No, you're right. You but, know what I mean? But, but the number one the, rule but is it trans? But like, is it translating to the dollars? Because for like, so I guess for, that's like, a good example. point. Like, I'm throwing it. I don't know. When I think of albums, I don't like, really think of commercial sales or anything. I think of like influence yeah. and like how it. But, but I don't know, you know man. these right. labels Weird. don't care about the culture. They just looking at the dollar. That's a good, like, if that's they a good point, through, man. Like uh, like Waka, like okay, Waka Flocka, for example, because you know he was signed to Atlantic. You know when he first came out, the uh, the hard and the pain, uh, no hands, it's a party. All of that songs was hidden, and then when he wanted to do something else, when he started putting out that other stuff, then they it wasn't doing as good. And then the label was like, man, we we didn't sign you for this. We signed you for the for the lit party music, you like, and your image to us is the lit party music. It was like you're not the perfected image that we see for our EDM section of the label. You're like, so we signed you for this. You're like, and you gonna stay doing this because that's where the money is. We put out that we put out that single or that project over there in the EDM. We ain't making. They probably made money, but it's like the the money we making over there is not the same money we making over here. It would drive me crazy, man. Can you imagine making an album full of stuff that you haven't actually lived? That's. I was just thinking that. Like people, it has to yeah, be hard. I was just thinking. I was like, because I don't know. Because like my thing is. Uh, a lot of people listen to music that they can't relate to, but they mm. feel like they can, and it, it creates this, this false sense of mm -hmm. their false reality. You know, like, oh, I'm from these streets. I've sold drugs, but it's like you're not. You had a two-parent household, middle class. You went to a good oh, school. Yeah. You ain't from these streets, and you don't want to be. You know you know what I'm saying? Like, I just it, don't understand yeah. it. Yeah, it's, it's really weird. It's so weird. It's hard to explain. But back back to the business part. You know, the number one rule in business is to maximize shareholder profits. So no matter what, if if the labels feel like they're not gonna make money, then they're gonna drop you, they're gonna cut you, or they're gonna take but all your revenue. I don't know, man. I feel like there would be so much clout brought to a label if they took a stance of we are trying to further rap culture. Yeah. We are completely behind our artists. We want our artists to have yeah. complete creative control over their music. That would break headlines, dude. That'd be a big deal. Yeah. It would. And not trying to say there are labels that don't do that. I just mean labels that don't. Why don't they? But there's but, politics right, behind so, it. So. All right, so like, so, okay, so Andrew, I'm gonna put you in. I'm, all right, imagine you're a label and I'm signed to you. Yeah. I like, I gave you my off my chest EP, put it out, boom, it's make it's making money, it's going up, all that money coming in. Amen. And then I come through, I hand you a second EP that's completely different. I say, um, let's just say I give you a rock EP and not a not a, uh, a rock EP instead of uh, another hip hop EP. Dude, you, you can't do out. that to me. Because, <laughs> bro, I'm biased against that because okay, okay. my what's man Cuddy was about was about the rock and he kind of fell off for a sec. Okay, um, well, okay, now another, okay, like another. Okay, I give you a, a, no. some that's another genre. Yeah, you put it out and then it's not. Oh, what's called it? And then it's not as good. It's making money, but it's not as much money. And then I come back to you with. A third EP that's the other genre that I did last time and your he was like my rap stuff is still going up he was like and this stuff is just DOA mellow it's doing good but it's not doing as good as you hope you're are you gonna be like you know what it was like just you know like if you want to do this just go ahead be like no you need to get back to rapping dog that's we, we breaking in plaques over yeah. here I guess I'm saying I wouldn't but I've never been in that situation 
You know what I mean? I haven't had like millions of dollars on the line before. And bi- uh, and bills to pay. Yeah, and bills. To- and, <laughs> yeah, yeah we, and fat bills like that to pay. Yeah, because oh, yeah, running a label is expensive. Yeah, because we don't know what the bills are like coming in to these labels. I'm sure there's a ton of stuff that we don't hear about. Man, Lots right. of label politics we don't hear about. All right, exactly. so yeah, we're going to go ahead and move on because we got 15 minutes left. It got a little <laughs> heated, man. Yeah. We, we, were, <laughs> we were like, ugh. All right. Uh, so before I hop into this little. Alec Benjamin discussion. Can we? Pl- can you please pass that to Andrew? Oh, dude! dude the look on his—he <laughs> flicks, man. He's ready. Is that, is that a girl's hand? That looks like a girl's hand. Put that ring on it. Like, oh yeah, dude. Who knows? So people are chains. people are wild. <laughs> people snatch chains for the clout now. Yeah, they, they just was, run. Yeah, dude, exactly. that's wild. Or like we were talking about, did he show you the video of Young when the person ran up on Young Dolph in the club and tried to take his wow. chain? Yeah, and his, yeah, yeah. dude, he had his whole click, like at least five, six people stomping him out simultaneously. Wow, wow. Uh, while LMA booed up his playing in the club. Yeah, <laughs> nah, I didn't see that. That's wild. Good okay. though, man. People like but that bro, need to get out. Stupid. Man, did you saw uh, did you see Adam Adam twenty two like that dude try to rob him for clout and he was yeah. getting stomped out by by he that ran up on him they're, they're on a, video. with a gun in the middle of an interview. Apparently, he got uh, ran up on again, but I haven't seen the video of him addressing it. Man, people are so stupid, man. I swear to God, damn. people do anything for a drop of clout, man. Ridiculous. Yeah, man. It was, they act like they're gonna make money from it. They're not. And here's no, the thing: it's not to... like you can take that place and pawn it somewhere, exactly. bro. It's custom jewelry. Exactly. No, it's no, it's they try to they try to ransom it. Oh, you want your chain back? Give me twenty thousand dollars, bro. God, that's so dumb. Like, man, bro, no, <laughs> you're, you're just gonna get sauced. Bro, no, <laughs> they tried to do that with uh with Fetty's chain, bro. And Fetty was like, like they was like, man, I want twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars to get your chain back. And he said, you know what? Keep it, bro. We bought chains for the whole team after that. Yeah, no, he, no, he said <laughs> no because he was like, yeah, because they wanted like forty thousand dollars, and he was like, yo, I can get like three chains made for that same price. Yeah, bro. like keep it. Like, no, it was bro. No, when he said keep it. But they went, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, dude. And I mean, like, what's an iconic jewelry piece that everyone would be able to recognize? Rolex? No. no, Rolex could be anybody's Rolex. No, I mean, like, a custom jewelry piece Uh, that a rapper has. Like, like Young Dolph's Dolphin Chain. You think you could go to his hometown? Like, you go to a show in his hometown, you snatch his chain. You think you're going to be able to walk into a pawn shop and sell that? Or a pawn shop anywhere, bro. No, for like real, cause these, like when they these are to, like okay. A one celebrities. No, for real, like when they tried to uh like when they tried to pawn uh Tiger Tiger's chain and when they tried yeah. to pawn uh Meek's chain that they snatch off of Louis V. You're like yo, you're like they they went to they tried to pawn it up in New York. I'm like, but all the I'm pre- all the jewels know each other. They was like, oh, it was like, oh, for where you get this from? Be like, I and he was like, all right, I'll take it, put it up. All right, now That's get out my store. That's another thing that they talk about. I didn't realize that like. Jew- like jewelers and stuff like it's a really close-knit community yeah. like all the high-tier jewelers usually like know each other yeah. i know yeah, it's no, like, super like that's what he did close-knit. he tried to like he tried to pawn tigers and uh and meek's chain and then the, the like to do it up in the new york jewelry store where he tried to pawn it he just took it put it up and then he was like i right. he was like now get out the store yeah <laughs> you're like now get out the store and then he just sent it back and he just sent the chains back to meek's jeweler and tiger's jeweler Dude, taking back. someone's chain and posting and posting it on social media and trying to get money for it is just the ultimate definition of dusty. 
I do not mess with Man, that. People at are all. so uneducated. It, it it really perplexes me how uneducated oh, people still are. Like I, I can't believe it. Like it's, oh, sorry. man, no, like no, how no, stupid no. you gotta be to steal a person's chain, like and just put put on the internet knowing that people know what chain that is, and then you're trying to. Yeah, especially it. if they put in a police report. No, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, dude, no, you're screwed. Oh then. yeah, because they have to put in a police report in order to get the insurance check. Now what they oh, sh- what I they should have did. <laughs> what they should have did. They should have just took all the diamonds out of the bezel. Sent it to cash for gold, and then they would have got that money back. Oh, yeah, yeah bro, but people which. think, like, they <laughs> drop the whole chain on the thing. They're like, all right, wait <laughs> this. Like, oh, my God. You're like, oh, is, is your name Tiger? Yeah, I came into <laughs> some hard times. All right, so, all right, so, um, basically, so, y'all know how everybody's going in on, like, old boy, like, oh, man, he was like, yo, he was, like, talking about, like, man, he was like, yo, jury, sound fake, and it looked fake. <laughs> Dude, it's got that clankety, clank mm-hmm. plastic bro, feel. So, so basically, um, one Soldier Boy fell out with one of his homies, and then his homie made a video. He said, "Man, he was like F S O D M G," and then with one hand, he just folds the he just folds the chain in half and breaks it <gasps> with one hand. And oh. then I was like, because Soldier Boy was like, "Nah, all my jewelry real and stuff like that." Oh, and then wow. I was like, "Man, I was like, no, I'm like, wait, Soldier Boy did that to his own chain? No, no, his homie. Oh." Okay, I didn't hear that part. I'm like, he threw himself under the bus like that? No, <laughs> no, his homie was no, his homie said, man, F Soldier Boy and F S O D M G, and they no, no, he didn't even, bro, he just had it in one hand and he just like folded it in oh, half dude. and broke it off. And then I was like, not even like metal, metal. No, bro, no, and then Soldier Boy was like, cause he like a Soldier Boy said all his jewelry is real and all his diamonds are real. And then I was like, okay, his di- okay, I'm like, if he's saying it's real. Then I'm gonna go with him and say it's real, but I'm telling you that has to be nine karat gold. That has to be nine karat gold. Or is it that valuable? Play. Can you bend it like that? Yeah, cause like, cause nine karat gold is only like twenty percent gold, so like eighty percent of it is like the is silver. Gotcha. Yeah. And you know how easy silver is to like bend it for, because that's what. Cause like yeah, cause the carat is just gold mixed with Soft a metal. Metals. Can Soft. I ask an off-topic question real quick? Go ahead. Yeah, man. Uh. Do you think Soldier Boy is broke? No. Yes, I think he is. No, I think he's well defined broke because I think he's in so much debt right now that his net worth—I mean, broke <laughs> like in debt. Exactly. No, nah, yeah. he's in debt like hundreds of thousands of dollars for sure. People need nah, to understand that most of these rappers debt. on Instagram don't have the money that they say they do. Right, no, but so, like Soldier Boy, like he like okay, so but he like, does have homes, what? and like we do know that he has like multiple. But they're leased, though. They're not bought. Like, but we don't know right. his business. We don't know. We don't know if it's. I can, li- I can see it in his but, eyes. Okay, so like, <laughs> in, so like where, so like where is Soldier Boy in debt? Because he doesn't, because he doesn't have to pay back any advance. No, but he's in debt to like mor- mortgage companies. But I everybody, assume. but everybody that has the, but everybody has a car and a house is in debt. Yeah. Or, um, like when you I mean, I guess that, he could be being smart with his money, bro. Because I just think that because he talks about how he's so rich and everything, but then all these stories talk of, come out about how his cars get repoed, his cars get no, leased, yeah, he, he's he, not paying bills, he, his watch is fake. Exactly. Like, he's been on Watchbusters so many times, dude, exactly. and he's been on so many different pages for fake jewelry. I mean, he has more money than me. Like, he probably has a couple million dollars in the bank. I'm not going to lie. But... I don't. He's not managing his money properly, and that's why all this stuff's happening to him. But I mean, he's—you have to keep in mind—he's still a young dude, though. He's like, like twenty-eight, he, right? He's not yeah, super he, yeah, old. Yeah, he just or turned anything. like twenty-eight. But he's, yeah. like, he's like super old in the rap game because he was like out yeah, when I was. Yeah, like I would kid. say twenty-eight's <laughs> old though, bro. Drake's rocking those charts. He's breaking records. Yeah, and but he's up Soulja there. Boy been around Soulja, since sixteen. Yeah. He's yeah. been around since like fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, yeah. but no, that's true. No, so this exactly. is like with 
you know, like all the Bow Wow challenge and Soldier Boy challenge, stuff like that. This yeah, is this Soulja is what Boy I think challenge. is the problem with Soldier Boy and Bow Wow. They're not broke. Napoleon complex. No, they're not <laughs> broke. They just want us to think they have more money than than they actually have. Yeah, that's so a like good way they could have it. Yeah, yeah, like so they could have three million. They could have three million dollars in the bank, but oh. they'll tell us, "Oh, I got eight. Yeah, they they they're that. They're not oh, broke. Yeah, they yeah. just want us to think that they have more that they have more money than they actually have. Yeah, I mean, they should just like. Man, they're just trying to get their cloud out, man. All right, so we're going we gonna to move on because we got, like, approximately seven minutes. All right. <clears throat> so anything else uh, anybody want to talk about before I hop into this little Alec Benjamin conspiracy theory? Mm-mm. No. I'm good. No. Okay. So the Atlantic Records by Alec Benjamin's catalog slash masters. Because. Uh-oh. All right. So. Before signing with Atlantic Records, Alec Benjamin, he was signed to another label called White Rope Music. And then, so he said he was shelved from the label and that uh, after he got shelved, they eventually dropped him from the label. Hmm. So I used to listen to End of the Summer on Apple Music, which is one of the, which is one of the songs that came out under the old label. And then one day when I tried to listen to it, it wasn't there no more. And I searched it, it was gone everywhere. It was off of Spotify, Apple Music, all that. The only place you can find it is Alec Benjamin's YouTube page. Mm. <clears throat> so I just assumed that it was right, mo- right, yeah, white rope music taking it down because it's a label that I never heard of. And I was like, okay, they probably not making any money off of it, so they take it down. Because I'm assuming they use TuneCore, because a lot of people use TuneCore. Before TDE signed with, uh, before TDE partnered with Interscope, they distributed through TuneCore. Chance the Rapper uses TuneCore to distribute his thing. A whole bunch of independent artists use TuneCore or whatever. So I'm like, okay, they probably use TuneCore, because, you know, I put a screenshot of the of the prices on there. So for those of y'all, so basically, uh, uh, to keep, for TuneCore to distribute an album, it's, uh, it's thirty dollars for the first year, but we're gonna leave the first year prices alone because twenty sixteen was not last year. Yeah. So fifty dollars per project to keep up for a single is ten dollars a year, and for a ringtone twenty dollars a year. So if you have two albums out, that's a hundred dollars a year, and then et cetera, et cetera. So Anthony's like, oh my god. <laughs> Anthony is Anthony's like, man, he's really talking about this. <laughs> nah, I was just thinking of something. All right. Uh, so yeah, and then so, and then so uh, what's called yeah. And then when Alex said he got dropped from the label, he said he had to start from scratch because he didn't own his masters and none of that. Man. And then so he was on Instagram, and then he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna redo this song that was released under the old label." And then so I'm like, "Okay, if he's gonna redo that song, that means Atlanta got to work with that label." And then got to work out different splits, sample clearances, and stuff like that. Because even though Alec made the song, it's not his song, so they got to clear the song with White Rope and stuff like that. The music business is too cutthroat for me. <laughs> yeah, so like if I'm, so if I put out a song with with uh, with Andrew, and then I sign to Adam, and I want to make a remix of the song that I dropped under uh, Andrew's label, Adam got to call up Andrew's like, yo, like we need this sample clear. So dog. much politics behind mm-hmm. it, man. So yeah, and then so my thought was, uh, was cause it, yeah. So, and then in the interview that Alec Benjamin did with uh, Zach Sang, shout out to Zach Sang, uh, he said that you know basically they had the meeting already and that narrated for you was a mixtape and then Atlantic they were talking about either putting out an album or styling an album rollout in the summertime of this year. And then uh, and on Instagram, he said he was working on 
uh, redoing one of the other songs. So my theory is Atlantic was like, you know, we don't feel like putting up with y'all. Here's the check. Give us those masters. That's what I think. Hmm. I agree. I bet that happened. I mean, not, most artists don't have their masters. Am I wrong? Yeah. Well, yeah, a lot of people don't own their masters. But you know, I don't know what's called. But I just came up with that theory because I'm like, yo, because at first I it thought it was believable. Yeah, you know, because at first I was like, um, like they probably not making, they probably not making, because yeah, because he had like a project and like four or five singles. So that's what like I'm trying to do something other something like three hundred dollars a year to keep music up. And if you're not making three hundred a year off of the music, you're not breaking even. You're losing money, so take oh, it yeah. down. But if it was up for two or three years before it just vanished all of a sudden, it was then, money. It had yeah, to. Yeah, it had to be making money. So I think Atlantic came thing was like, how much you want for these masters? Give us the masters. You know, like so that way we ain't got to deal with you when he want to use one of these old songs. Makes sense. All right, cool. Uh, let's see. Anything else? I think that's it. Before we hit these outros, anybody got anything mm-hmm. else? I just need some money, man. I need to start a business. <laughs> uh, uh, Gucci Mane, he got a uh, he got another ring on the way, Andrew. Dude, what could he possibly be doing now? You got a picture of it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. did you guys see his ring last time? Yeah. Dude, bro, this is gonna be like the fourth bro, or fifth what? one. Look at the Gucci diamond. The sauce, look man. at the diamond in the background that's about to go on top of this one. I bet that's from the Bruno Mars bro, money too. It's not. Oh, they're setting it right now. Yeah, they're setting it. Oh, dude, it's like a like a baguette diamond. Oh, on a, a ring. Is that for his woman? Look at that thing, is bro. Is that for his woman? Dude, that, look how big that thing is that he's setting it on. I know he got to Adam too, so he can. Yeah, he has three. Yeah, he has three made already. So his wife has one. He has two. So I'm assuming is that his or for his wife? It looks like a woman's wedding ring. Or the, ring uh, was because the first one his wife got made as a Valentine's Day gift for him. Yeah. Good lord. And then Gucci went back. Yeah, you see the size of that thing. <laughs> yeah, no. And then Gucci went back and said, "I need." Uh, he like make two more. And then so when they went to the basketball game, uh, what you call it, she had hers on and then Gucci had, because they're pinky rings. Keep in mind, these are pinky rings. Yeah, dude. Dude's dropping like a million dollars on a pinky ring. Because he spent eight million on the other three. He spent eight million on the other three. Wild. More sauce than anyone. Yeah. So, so yeah, so eight million on three. So he was rocking one on each pinky and then his wife was rocking one. So this one is probably for his wife's other pinky dude it makes me real really curious like how much money is gucci made making because i feel like he's really i don't know he comes off to me as like very financially literate i feel like he's he very is. aware of what he's doing and those book residuals oh yeah Ooh. i don't know his book got some clout dude i loved his book cover i'm not even gonna lie i was hey, thinking about was buying the, it I ain't gonna lie with, the, with the watch and yeah. the ring yeah that yeah that's fine i would i would have bought it It was like 30 bucks so i'm like man i don't think gucci's gonna teach me anything dude like, i'm gonna eventually have now. to buy that and definitely read it man hey get Just it from the library man mm-hmm. that book's like 35 dollars. Exactly. get it from the library mm-hmm. library excuse me wait did you even finish reading it Dylan? no no, I tried to uh no, I tried to extend it, but somebody uh but somebody had put in uh, a request for it. And then mm-hmm. if somebody requests it, you can't renew it, you have to turn it. So I gotta Damn. recheck it out. Man, Dylan, I have like a thirty books that you can read. Because I've only read five of those thirty, man. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> but once I get some extra time, I'm gonna read them over the summer. It's hard. It's hard in the during the semesters to right. read. Just the summertime is perfect for reading. Yeah, the summer yeah, is I try to I try to read. 
Man, speaking of reading, I got to read this 80-page play for my class tomorrow. Oh, bro. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. Tomorrow, yeah, baby, we got a quiz over that, John. Man, you had yeah. an all semester doing it. Hey, hey, at least it's a play. It's not like yeah, 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 it's not a play. So at least it's like it's formatted. So yeah, yeah, it's probably not that because it's like dialogue and not just yeah. story like that. Not, not straight, straight paragraphs. Oh, um, speaking of books, I did read um, "You God" from Wu Tang. I read his uh, book. I don't know. It's not really auto. It's kind of an autobiography, but is it, it good? Yeah, I read yeah. it over the summer. It's awesome. It's really it's easy to get through and it's entertaining. Um, but I, I don't know, like when when hip hop artists write books, it's just different. Well, yeah, they have they have editors like, or they have um, what is it called? Like they don't, I mean, they write it, but then they have the editors edit it to make it, you know, more grammatically, grammatically correct and stuff. Right. So but it I, doesn't really sound like them, you know. But the the content, it's but so, yeah, just it's a, so but just like oh yeah, like yeah, sure. no, just imagine reading like a Gucci Mane book, like that he with no edits, <laughs> like with oh no edits, God. yeah. Like his draft was the final draft. I, I would love, love that. that. Yeah, I, would, I, would, I would love that. that. Yeah. Probably be more real. I think it would probably sell more. Honestly, I would buy it. I was like, man, Gucci. Oh boy, he spelled third wrong. All right, <laughs> I gotta read this. Oh my! <laughs> like, or he's he's using that con- like he's using that country grammar and he's stuff done. like mm-hmm. that. Dude, I just want to hear about In those the- rings. Bruh. That's what I want to know. Oh yeah, no, do I still got the um? Yeah, show them not the rings. Is, it, is there a time now? Because I gotta get going. Oh uh, yeah, no, we're about to hit outros in a second, so all you can right, right. you can I'll, give I'll your outro right. now while I'm while I'm pulling up these. All uh, right, goodbye everyone. That's it. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't got really much to say, but for y'all listening out there, have a good weekend, and you know, don't don't make any um, precarious decisions this weekend. So. Yeah, everyone be responsible. Everyone be responsible, be safe, and think on your toes. All right, goodbye. All right. Uh, so, and then uh, Ellie, Elliot, you know, we all know Elliot Aviani, Eliante. Uh, he said that the uh, Rich the Kid spinning world chain, 450000 Ooh. Bruh. Rich the Kid spent 450000 on that chain. Too much for me, man. Can never see me. Not House worthy. around his neck. Dude, that's like a mansion around your neck. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. 450000 on a necklace. Dude, you could buy multiple houses. Multiple cars. In in, in cash. You mm-hmm. just pull up with the bag. Yeah, yeah here got the Gucci man, uh the three rings he had made already. Show them that. Oh goodness. Yeah, I So they see. all look pretty similar. Yeah. But they'll all look good together. Oh yeah, dude. Gucci Mane's jewelry game is just on another level. I've seen, seen them him? all, bro. I'm obsessed. I wanna hear a backstory. I wanna see like a behind the scenes how they're made. Cause dude, those maybe, diamonds are massive. Maybe it's in the book. Uh, I, maybe. Oh uh, no! Uh, from what the reviews I saw, the uh, the book kind of like ends uh, like when he gets out of out of prison. Oh, okay. uh, that's like where it ends. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and hit these outros. You already know me. Oh yeah. Um, uh, what's cause again? Did y'all notice the the Twitter name change? No. Uh, Did you? What? Did you? No, not my not my handle, but like the name. Oh, I thought you were saying our group chat got changed. Oh no. Oh, okay. No, I haven't seen it. What is it? Uh, uh, Dylan Dilworth, the rap dealer. The rap, okay, I see. Uh, because uh, what's cause it not cause a person that's a fan of Adam. Uh, what's cause it? I put him onto some new music. Uh-huh. And then uh, what's called and even like other people at K Rue, they was like, oh, I don't really listen to rap, and I'm like, oh, what you looking for? And then I hooked them up. And they was like, oh, I really like this song and stuff. So you know, I've been putting a lot of people on to a lot of music. So call me the rap dealer. Absolutely. Y'all know how hard that outro bang, mm-hmm. that DC four outro. 
Oh yeah, I've heard that. But the uh, what's going you know, a dude was like, he was like, man, I was listening to it in the gym. He said when that bass dropped, he said my headphones were shaking. I thought he like I thought my headphones was gonna break and never acted like that before. <laughs> yeah, that that song is definitely hard. Definitely its own breed. See, so Dylan Dilworth, the rap dealer. The rap dealer. So you already know me, Dylan underscore CBE, Twitter and Instagram, Dylan underscore CBE. Hold on, let me do this shout out real quick. Uh, from. Since he asked, uh, Adam, do you want to do the shout out since, uh, since, you know, he, do you want to do the shout out since this person is the person that relates to you the most in terms of music taste or? Yeah, I'll do it. What do I say? Yeah, right. We're shouting out. Well, his, na- uh, his name is Devin. Devin. Shout out for Devin. His Twitch is Duko, D-H-U-K-O. And he has an app that people should download. It's the same name, Duko, D-H-U-K-O. Well, no, no, app, no, no, no. The, the app name is Arcade. Okay, well, Arcade, R C A D E, is the name of the app. Duco is his name. Okay, cool. They typed that wrong. Yeah, yeah. Let me see. Yeah, Arcade is yeah, and Duco. Is okay, one. cool. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> I messed um, that up. So yeah, so you got your shout out, and then uh, you know I went the extra mile and add Adam do the shout out. I absolutely appreciate. So, uh, what's causing? Yeah, man, uh, Andrew, man, we gotta we gotta get our cloud up, dog. What do you What do you mean? What What uh, what are you suggesting? But I don't you know. Go be- on that clout chase. Yeah, we do, gotta do go. We have to the- stir some ruckus up. For say some real, dumb stuff. For real, man. I mean, some ruckus, man, because people are asking about Adam, dog. Oh man, they're not so asking about they're not asking about you. They're not asking about me. They're asking about Adam. Oh, okay. Oh man, Adam's got get, the clout. No, we're all this, Adam's we're got, all in it. We nah, bro, Adam's got, got the clout. clout. Oh, I see Adam. Hey, I'll store, I'll but, store hey, some. And you I'll, said Duco was the guy, right? Well, that's his. Devin, Devin. Yeah, Devin. I appreciate you. You are. Thank, thank you for rocking with me. I appreciate it. Man, it bro, really I'm, does mean a lot. I'm gonna go ahead and try to start us some confusion. Get my clout up, man. There's only two podcasts out there that I will admit are better than the Dylan Dilworth podcast. <laughs> Hold on, what two podcasts are there? Uh, the Any Given Sunday podcast, hosted by Hard Eight, uh, Hard Eight Gaming on YouTube. Okay. And the is the mic still on a podcast by Dead End Hip Hop? Those are the only two oh, that Hip-Hop are better than this I podcast. I haven't watched that in a minute, bro. I like I like Joe Budden podcast. It's not better than this one, bro. I love Joe Budden. Dude, I don't think you understand. <laughs> on the way here, I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast. That's why I can't look that quiet. No, I listen to them too, but they are not better than this podcast. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're the bee's knees, baby. Indeed. That soda is the bee's knees, too, by the way. I'm, yeah, I'm going to have to get some from Sunfresh today. More sponsorships yeah, yeah. from Vest. Absolutely. All right, but uh, let's see. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, no, that was my little rant. Okay, so, Adam, you did your outro, correct? No, I don't. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Uh, go ahead, go ahead said, and do your outro. Yeah, glad to be back. Got distracted by uh, by me trying to get the cloud up. Nah, it's all good. <laughs> Appreciate, appreciation. Shout out to Devin. Shout out to everyone who listens because this is, like, this is a lot of fun. We, You know, Dylan especially, like, we put a lot of work into this and – it's um we're happy to do it we're happy to talk about it and we're happy to have listeners um so of course i'm elated to be back i'll just do my normal shout outs you can follow me on social media um instagram at up and adam which is underscore up dot and dot adam underscore or twitter which my username is siskertini s-i-s-k-e-r-t-i-n-i the name will be adam cardenas sisk all right man and then uh andrew yeah, man. Hey, shout out to you for all the work you do here, man. You know we love this. Hey, we all listen to music all damn day, and it's great to come together and talk about it. Uh, oh, speaking of which, did any new music come out today? No, but keep, keep uh, talking. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
Dang. Khalid? Yeah, the new Khalid EP. I'm listening. First album. Oh, it's a whole album? Mm-hmm. It's not an EP? Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to cue that up immediately. Yeah. No, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, Khalid, that's the only that's the only new one I see. Anderson okay, Pack cool. dropped a new but, single. Well, yeah, the single. But for our album, Khalid, and then singles, uh, Anderson Pack, uh, Ariana Grande, Jennifer Lopez and French Montana, and Jonas Brothers with their <laughs> second uh, thing. Oh, Young <laughs> Dolph dropped the By Mistake remix. I'm gonna have to listen to it. Ooh, I'm gonna have to cue that up too for sure. Yeah, and then Old Town Road remix featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. Yep, I, dude, I didn't know that was out yet either. I need to listen to that. They, right. Yeah, we got a few songs I gotta listen to. But anyway, shout out to Dylan, shout out to Adam, Anthony, everyone who's been here. I love doing this. Shout out to everyone that listens. Shout out to Devin. That's the dude. Um, follow me on Twitter at the real Andrew ninety eight. And man, I don't have too much to say without rambling on. So. That's oh, it. Oh, oh you're good. <laughs> no, my bad. No, my bad. Cut me off and get too woke over oh, here. Oh no, huh? no, I do. No, have no, one I, more. I did forget one thing. An album I wanted to shout out was last week. They dropped a previously unreleased Marvin Gaye album. Um, some songs had already been out as like you know bonus tracks or singles and stuff, but this was the full like planned album. Mm-hmm. And it has uh, some remix from Salam Remy, and it's fire. The whole thing. Like, I had heard some of these songs before because they've been out, and I'm a huge Marvin Gaye fan, but this whole album is excellent. I wish it would have dropped it back then. I think it would have been amazing. But yeah. it was the follow-up to what's going on. So, you know, that was a hard one to, hard one right, to follow. cool. And shout-out to everybody listening because uh, I, I don't have the statistics pulled up, but, you know, all the people everywhere that's over in Europe, London, UK, Africa, all that. Shout-out to y'all. Um, shout-out to... Man, and, and, he don't realize how much clout he got, man. When you push that retweet button, bruh, Springfield and Knicks will slide through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. I'm just trying Adam, to. Adam's got the clout. He just doesn't know it. Bro, he just doesn't know it, man. Every take it, y'all take say this, and then we're gonna, I'm going to lose all the clout immediately. <laughs> nah, bro. Take advantage he, when of he all hit the that clout. Retweet, Slurp up he, every drop of the clout. Bro, no, for when you hit that retweet button, bro, my likes go up. They all from Springfield and Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> Good shit. Bro, all right. But anyway, that, that's been us, man. We're going to catch y'all. Next week, uh, what's cause it? Yeah, Andrew, I gotta talk to you about something off air real quick. Yeah, cool. So, but yeah, we out, man. We'll catch y'all later. Peace.